With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Patricia Adams Live Show. want to thank you so much for stopping by and joining in with us. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Felicia Jordan, and she is in the studio with us right now, and she is an author, she is an advocate, a mother, and also a leader in her local church community and within the community at large. So I want to take the time out to let you know that we are presenting a broadcast to you today, especially dedicated to the preacher's kids and those of you who have been or actively been. I mean, it's like no such thing as ever not stop stopping uh, being a preacher's kid because once you've been a PK, you are a PK for life. So um, we want to let you know that God cares about you and um, that God loves you and appreciates you and respects you and applauds you for sharing your mother or father or both in ministry for the upbuilding of the kingdom. But we want to take time out to reach you and to talk to you one-on-one. So we hope if you are not listening to us live that when you do tune into this broadcast, wherever you tune into it, whatever time and place that you find something being said, something being spoken that will uplift you and that will encourage you. That's our prayer in Jesus' name, and we are going to turn the show over to Felicia Jordan. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Patricia. How are you today? Very well, very well. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the broadcast and to talk to the PK, to the preacher's kids. And also, I just want to let guests know that uh, Felicia's book, Success Through God's Glory and Favor on Your Life, is a powerful, powerful title. Um, you can click on the link on the show page, or you can go to http forward slash forward slash glory and avor, G-L-O-R-Y and A-N-D-A-V-O-R dot webs, W-E-B-S dot com, and pick up a copy and let God turn your life around. So right now, um, Felicia and I have had conversations over what today's show is going to be about, and I don't want to take up any more of her time. So, Felicia, take it away. Wow. Good morning. Thank you again, uh, Ms. Patricia Adams, and hello to Radio World, uh, and hello to all of the uh, leaders and ministers and preachers' kids. I am a PK. Um and I was so glad to be uh, asked to come on to the show uh, to present uh, my testimony that I believe can help save uh, young girls, young boys, men and women everywhere. Um, there's a lot in my book, Success Through God's Glory and Favor, that can minister to many different situations and circumstances, and I am honored by God that... I can meet, I can be met 
uh, on a level of, of real issues uh, that pastor, uh, pastor's kids have gone through and pastor's kids go through. A lot of times um, we're expected to be on this pedestal in life, and people don't realize that we have a life outside of uh when our parents come to the house of God, we are still normal people. And my father, Bishop Willie L. Jordan, he was the pastor of St. Mark uh, Missionary Baptist Church in Harvey, Illinois, uh, for 33 years. He passed away three years ago. Uh, my mother is still living, and she is well in God. I have a wonderful family, uh, friends, relatives. and But things happen in that time. My father was a wonderful man. Uh, my mother, she uh, stood side by side with him to help support him and push him in ministry. And the children, what we, I can speak for me, what I experienced uh, growing up, uh, you have other children and we are in the church and I want preachers, kids in general and other children who your father or mother may not be the pastor of the church, but you may have uh, your your parents may be in a leadership role, and I want to say to you, just as I was, I'm 34 now, so at 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, uh, I had to find someone to talk to about issues, okay, uh, about things that I went through as a girl, as a little girl in school, out of school, at home, at the church. But I did not close myself out, okay? Um, I became, uh, I was going, I, I had uh, dated at a time, uh, you know, where my parents didn't want me to date. And I became pregnant out of wedlock in front of a church uh, where there were thousands of people. So being raised up like that, the experience uh, the embarrassment and the shame that came with it um, because I didn't want to disgrace my family. I, I had all of these thoughts, but what do you do when he tells you that he loves you, okay? Um, so young girls, I encourage, uh, I if there were some things that I could have changed, I would have wanted to listen to my parents and not do what I had already went and did. Okay, and some of us, uh, and at the time that I was pregnant out of wedlock and carrying the child, I did not know that I was pregnant. So health, safety, obedience first is important uh, in this walk, okay? Um, our parents are doing the best, and they did the best for us at that time. I was coming up, and they're still doing the best for you now, even where your parents are in position uh, as pastors or ministers or any type of leader. I don't care if it's the praise and worship leader. That is still a leadership position. If it's Sunday school, it's still a position. And it's not so much of the position, but it's our character behind it. A lot of shame and embarrassment came when people found out that I was pregnant and they wanted to walk away or didn't want to have anything uh, to do with me. They didn't want to be bothered with me. But I encourage you on today not to allow the enemy, Satan, to isolate you. 
from getting the help emotionally that you may need. Because a lot of times when this type of thing happens, we like to not come to the church because of what people are saying about us. And this is the house of God, okay? This is where uh, you are supposed to feel safe. And at that time, being young in age, I was taught right. The foundation was laid, uh, learning how to love people who did not accept you anymore, knowing that parents were telling their children, stay away from her because she's fast or she's she's no good, she's not going to have a life. But my parents did encourage me, and parents, I want to share with you, this is not the time to talk down to your children. We always heard, you make your bed hard, you lay in it. And for a long time, I had heard that, and it was in a negative way, and I did not like that because it made me feel like this was the mistake you made. But I have you to know today my child is not a mistake. I may have, and I'm not condoning uh, sex before marriage. I believe in abstinence. I believe and uh, celibacy, because I haven't been all right and mighty, uh, even in you know in my walk uh, with God and, and being a pastor's kid. We ha- we got told, just don't do it. There was no explanation, and a lot of times we as parents feel like, uh, well, I don't have to explain this to my child, and that's fine. But at the same time, it's not because you don't want somebody else to come and whisper something else in your child's ear. So I was looked at as the girl um, who was going to have a whole lot of kids, you know, wasn't going anywhere, was going to always be on public aid. And knowing that uh, people were starting to look down on me, that hurt a lot because there were people I was close to but began to break away because of the the, it, it seemed as if an uncontrollable fire broke out uh, in my situation, and everybody knew. Then there were rumors about, well, this may not be the baby's daddy. When I gave my virginity away to one person that you can that you trusted, so when our parents come and talk to us and tell us, you know, not to do things, sometimes. We just need to listen. But when you don't have anyone else to talk to, if you feel that if you cannot talk to your parents, and there are young boys, uh, my son is 15, but there are young boys that are going through things who feel pressured or who are being bullied, okay, even as pastor's kids, we have to pray over our children. We have to. And like I said, I'm not condoning to go out here and to practice safe sex. That's not what I'm condoning. I am asking the PKs and I'm asking the parents of the PKs, let's talk to one another. Let's communicate. Let's show the love of Christ even when we make mistakes because there are things that uh, parents had to deal with before uh, before we got to where we were at. So let's not live uh, the life of, well, this didn't happen and I did not do that. So I was judged very deeply. Even uh, 
things that should just should not church should be a place uh where there's a safe haven. I have a business called Safe Haven Business Consulting Firm. And my place, the place where God gave me in that business is safe. That means it's legit, it's real, you can come here, you'll get the service that you need. But even with my father being the pastor, and he did the best that he could to cover me and to shield me, but there was only so much that he can do. So even with that uh, in mind, uh, the church should be a house where children should feel safe. We should not look down. uh, I don't care what denomination that it is. I believe in the one and only true and living God. He's the God of the heavens and the creator of the heavens and the earth. And his son is Jesus Christ, and he is the Messiah who came to save us. Some things God allows. There are other things that we take and we make it really, really big. But I want to encourage the young girls today. You don't have to feel pressure, and I want to tell the young men, don't pressure girls to have sex. Knowing that finding out uh, that there may have been a bet, well, I bet you I can get her. I bet you I get Reverend Jordan's daughter, and then I get pregnant, and then I'm, you know, left to be a single mom. Because most times, sometimes that guy won't marry you. So we have a lot to think about as preachers' kids. Yes, we do have a reputation. That was all I cared about was my reputation. And I've had a lot of things to endure in life that kept my reputation, uh, that the enemy tried to keep uh, my reputation in my face and make me feel that I was less of a person. When we do go and commit sin, even though we ask God for forgiveness, we're not to return to that sin. And I'll be the, the first one to tell you that I learned that that was not the way even though we ride off of grace and mercy. We want the favor of God in our lives. We should be able to, uh, you know, have dignity and integrity, but when people come to take it away, there should not be cliques in the church. This is a very, very big, wide open, uh, and this is not just my personal opinion. It's just what I went through because people in church can hurt people in church. It's nothing like church hurt. A lot of times people will walk around and think it's okay not to say sorry. And sometimes you know that that person really meant well and they really didn't mean to hurt you. But the Bible says if we have an ought with our brother or our sister in Christ, that we need to go and address them. We don't see that a lot in the church. So I just want to... Uh, Just as in my book, I I talk about uh, the scriptures that have helped me, Um, young women, you know, even when we're going through as PK's kids and dating in the church and things of that nature, we have to be careful. Young men, you have to be too. This is not a one-sided story. But Ephesians 6, verse 1 through 4 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, but this is the right thing to do. Honor your mother and father, 
This is the first of the Ten Commandments that ends with a promise, and if we honor our mother and father, we shall have a long life full of blessing. A lot of us like to, uh, I don't want to say rebel, but don't rebel against your parents just because they're in ministry. Because I, I, I really didn't like it at first because preacher's kids, I saw that we could not have this uh what you call normal life. People judged you. Like I said, they put you on the pedestal, and when you made a mistake, it was so public. And then we have preachers who do preach about their children. That is the most uh, dangerous uh, thing that we can ever do if it's not going to come back towards the word of God. So many years and so many times I've gone out in uh been in grocery stores, been in, uh, you know, clothing stores, and people say, well, how are you doing? And they act like it was something really, really more wrong with me because something that was preached over the pulpit was taken out of context and thousands of people have created this story. I know I'm not the only one that has gone through this. I know that I'm not. But what can we do? How am I able to hold my head up today? I'm able to do that by the strength that God gives me. The word of God says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I like to serve God with joy and gladness in my heart. Yes, I made a mistake. Yes, I've I've done some things and I've been disobedient. But God, if you ask God to forgive you, and there are some who are rebellious about your calling to ministry. I got a chance to tell my father in June of 2008 before he passed in December of 2008 about my call. And there were some people who were there with me in the hospital room with him, and my mom was there. And I told him that day, I said, Dad, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to accept my call. And he was excited. He was on his deathbed. Not I didn't know that, but he was excited, and he told everybody that he, he thought he should tell. He even asked some people to look after me. We don't have to run from our calling or hide. I do want to say that we know that there are lifestyles, that I know there are lifestyles that I have lived that was not pleasing to God. But when I decided to turn, uh, to allow God to turn these things around, uh, he made doors open and available for me. I graduated from high school. I did not graduate from college. But what I learned in this whole experience is that there is healing that needs to take place. There is healing that needs to take place. No one person can tell me that you have... If you are a preacher's kid, you cannot tell me that everything is all right. You cannot tell me that you have not tried to commit uh, suicide or take your life. Suicide was something that I never uh, tried to do, but I have friends and I know people who have tried to do this because they could not stand their life. But what happens if we take our life? That's a very controversial uh, question. But the real truth is we should not do that. That's why it's important to reach out to somebody who you know. Pray and ask God, God, 
put someone in my life that I can talk with. And when when parents and, and mentors and guardians, when you open your life up like that, to have a place in somebody's, in a child's life for them to look up to you as a mentor, don't tell their business. If it's an emergency or if you you uh, fear that it's something that they're going to do, that's a different story. But you have to set that boundary with the child and say, you know what, if I'm really that concerned, I may need to talk with your mom or your dad. But don't. Don't uh, crush the trust that these children put in you to come and tell you things that they would not tell their mom and their dad. I can tell you about that because I've had people to take things, to run with it, and spread my business all over town. How can I stop them? If they talked about Jesus and they spit on Jesus, guess what? We We have not endured the same sufferings of Christ. Amen. But he is Christ. Christ is with us. Even when we accept him, amen, the backsliders. I was, I went through a backsliding state. But when you get tired of being tired, there's only one life that you have to live, just like it says on the soap. And I want to be able to go to a place where I can rest eternally when it's that time. So I can't act out because of this one or because of so-and-so said this, and so I'm going to act this way because the spirit of rebellion will keep us in a place of darkness. The Bible says the very elect will be fooled when we think we're singing in choir and we're being saved by grace. Dying and going to hell is where our soul will be. And I don't want to be in hell and lifting up my eyes there. I want to be in heaven. So even though we go through things, young people, uh, even though uh, things are, 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 the enemy tries to throw darts at you, we have to be very careful that because we know the word of God and we know what's right, we still are liable, held liable by God to do the right thing. You can't look at somebody else and say, well, so-and-so did this and so-and-so is doing it so I can do it too. You can't do that because so-and-so they don't have a place to put you in. They don't have a place upstairs or downstairs to send you to. So even though you're hurting, reach out to someone. Talk to somebody. Continue to pray. Don't get mad at God. Don't be angry at God. God is here to love us. God is here to care for us. And he even lets us know in the book of Peter, don't think it's strange when you go through things. Some things we go through because there are some things that God is going to allow, just like with, with uh, his servant Job. But there are some things that we go through because of our own disobedience. So I just want to encourage you all today to be uh, be encouraged, love God, and believe God Amen. will bless you. Amen. Amen. We've got 45 seconds left in the show. Felicia, I want to thank you for being on with us. Again, go to um, the link on the show page to purchase a copy of her book, Success Through God's Glory and Favor on Your Life, go to her website at gloryandavor.web.com. That's G-O-R-Y-A-N-D-A-V-O-R.W-E-B-S.com. And hear more of her story and her testimony. Also, you'll be able to download this podcast at the end of the show. We want to thank you. We want to say to you, PKs, hold tight. 
God has not forgotten about you. We will be back with more. I'm Felicia Jordan. Stay tuned. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.